Welcome back to Access Bodybuilding with me, Aaron Sigerman, and my co-host, an IFBB bikini competitor, Christina Voynich. Christina, what's in the news for this week? Jay Cutler's Fat Ass Contest, IFBB Hartford Europa in review, the Chicago Pro Preview, and IFBB Pro Melody Specko as the interview of the week, all this week on Access Bodybuilding. Yep, yep. Christina, it's, uh, it is a slow news week, unfortunately, but... Uh, fortunately, I will be seeing you and uh, your lesser half, IFBB Pro Micro Liberatory, this weekend. We're going to do Gibsons again. As uh, I, like, is- I like how you put that. You need to refer to him like that every time. <laughs> Don't yeah. tell him I said that. Yeah, I, uh, I I usually do in front of him. That's the best. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you're right. Uh, yeah, th- I, I'm super excited. You know, there hasn't been a pro show in Chicago in years. And, um, you know, I know we're going to talk about the Chicago Pro Preview, but it's a very big show. Lots of people coming in town. So uh, we are definitely looking forward to this huge turnout. Freaking over 70 competitors, which is nuts for a pro show. Yeah, so uh, I, got a, I got a text from, from Tim Garner. They have three late entries that should be on the list today um, at some point. Um, and it'll actually bring the competitor list up to 74. 74 pros wow. is, a, is a lot. Tons. Um, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think back. Other than the Arnold, there's not been anywhere near that much, huh? I don't think so. And, you know, and they don't even have bikini or men's physique no. in this show or fitness. No, <laughs> imagine, imagine if you threw in a, you know, the rest of the divisions like the Arnold or the Olympia, you would have tons of competitors even in just the bikini division alone. You would hit 100, I bet. I'm sure if they had oh, all three of them, easily. 100. Easily. Yeah, so anyway, Jay Cutler's fat ass contest is where we're going to start. I, I felt uh, excited to be able to say something like fat ass in the beginning of uh, yeah. our, our news segment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the popularity of The Biggest Loser and other shows similar to that, I mean, I, every time I walk into the, the living room, it seems like Darielle was watching another show that's either some kind of either The, the Biggest Loser or some show that's similar to that. Um, they're very popular these days. I mean. So, like, why not have uh, something with Jay Cutler doing something similar? But before we get into actually talking about Jay, do you or do you watch these shows? No, you know, I've watched one time. They have the Extreme Makeover, like Weight Loss Edition. You know, the watching. one with uh, like like Ty Peddington when he did home the the home you know makeovers. Yeah. They totally demolished someone's trailer and they gave him a brand new house. They have that now for you know obese people. I've yeah. seen that a couple of times. They have a lot more like documentaries now. I've seen on um, I don't think it's Bravo, but on a few of the cable channels follow around someone for like three, four years and they're obese and it's their struggles. And then they have a surgery or they, they lose weight. It's their whole story. It, this, this is like a new phenomenon ever since the biggest loser really took off that now all these spinoffs are coming off now. Yeah. That's the, the, the extreme edition thing I think is what she watches where they, yeah. they're like super fat. Like she was watching one last night and, uh, interestingly enough, I stopped to have some, um, peanut butter covered uh, waffles with some maple <laughs> syrup and I sat down and, and I was watching this and um, it's amazing how fat like some of the, the person we were watching last night was a woman who is um, I think 350 pounds or something like that she ends up getting to 140 and having to have all the skin removed and everything and it's it really is an extreme makeover oh for sure for so sure people, people love this stuff so um, I'm hoping that Jay Cutler really comes through with this and does a, a whole series on his YouTube. But he started out with his buddy Larry, this guy that apparently he's been helping um, lose weight for a while now. Uh, and he works, I'm believing he works with Jay uh, on Alpha, Alpha Helix, Jay's new supplement company. Anyway, if you look at Jay's YouTube page, you'll see uh, this, this um, basically where they, these two guys make a bet. 
where uh, Larry is on the stair stepper at Jay's house in the garage, and they're they're talking, and he's saying how um, Larry needs some incentive to uh, to lose weight. Um, just like a lot of these people with the extreme loser, you know, they, 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 they get all, they get all the surgery, they get to be on TV. I don't know. Some of them, I know that some of them win money. So it's like, um, he tells Larry that. And so Larry says, look, we're in Vegas. Let's make a bet. And, uh, and he says, how about 25,000 for me to, uh, get down to 225 by February 1st or something, which is ends up being like six months and he's got to lose like 60 pounds in six months. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's nuts. And of course, Jay says, "Sure." If you listen to the thing, Jay's like, "I got twenty five thousand. Anytime you need it, yeah, sure." Right, like, right. Like, of course, that's not big money, and it isn't big money to Jay. So uh, he bets him, and then they show uh, the next episode. They show him getting on the scale, and the guy weighs two seventy nine with no clothes on, and he's a sloppy mess at two seventy nine. So he really probably needs to be uh, less than two twenty five to be anywhere near decent. But uh, it, it, it's it's the beginning. Like these are just the first two episodes, and I think that. Uh, it's funny because I think that the Jay Cutler's fat ass contest um, actually has potential to be uh, um, one of his more watched videos if he does a whole series like this. I was going to say, so is this just, you know, one guy or is he going to continue to do like one person at a time? Or is it supposed to be right now just like a, a one time video deal? I don't know. I don't know his plans for it. I, I'm sure um, he's getting a lot of hits on it. I mean, I could see I could totally see Jay. um doing something like that like couldn't you see him being part of uh one of these shows or something like that oh absolutely absolutely the tough thing is that a lot of those trainers that are on these weight loss shows i don't want to say they're pansies but some of them seem like it yeah, yeah. <laughs> um some are, are, are pretty intense but i feel like jillian michaels is more of a hard ass than a lot of these other guys are that end up on yeah. these the, coaching these uh these these people. Uh, so I think if you had someone like Jay Cutler, he would certainly stir up a lot of publicity for it. Um, however, if he were to do, and I know this isn't what he's doing, but if he, if he were to do kind of a big network show like that, I think he there'd be just so much scrutiny just because of how he looks with the, you know, the, the whole steroid stories and all, and all of that. I think it would just be bad publicity. Pl- pl- me in some respect but i think if he did something on his own i think it'd be huge honestly like through his youtube pages through um i i, I feel like a lot of people would put in like an application or sure. something like a video application a video request to be part of this program and i think it's a great idea personally um just on a side note i, w- I want to talk about that for a second but on a side note did you know jillian michaels and anderson cooper incidentally this weekend was like gay pride weekend and both of them came out as gay anderson cooper the news guy and jillian and Michaels. I know that Anderson Cooper, I think there's been talks of him being gay for a long time. A long, time. long time. Yeah. So I, I was disappointed, I think, the first day I found out that he was probably, he was probably gay. I didn't know that, though, about Jillian Michaels. Yeah. I had no idea. So she, uh, I guess it doesn't really surprise you. Like you said, she's the toughest trainer, you know? True, true. Um, she is a little masculine. She's. I always thought she was pretty. Yeah, well, she, I mean, she's got a great body. She's popular. You know, pe- women like her, even though she's a little more rugged and, you know, badass than what they've experienced. But I think... Like we talked about, people like that, especially when they're wanting to lose weight. They want someone who's going to yell at them. They want someone to hold them accountable and not care less about what they do. You know, someone like Jillian, like she actually cares, um, even though she curses at them. She actually does care. Okay. So, see, this is this is my my vision for Jay Cutler. Right? He takes these regular fat people, like uh, like Larry here, or some other regular fat guy or fat girl, and he he trains them. Like bodybuilder style, you know what I mean? Not like all the functional training, not not necessarily doing all the, you know, uh, the starvation dieting. I would like to see Jay 
show people in a way like you can use the bodybuilding thing instead of bad publicity. You can create good publicity because, as you know and I know, that style of diet and that style of training is probably the most optimal way to do things. People just don't know it. And a lot of people are scared to lift heavy weights. You know, this guy, Larry, he, he I, no, I don't know Larry, but he looks like he doesn't um, he doesn't train in the gym or do any kind of weightlifting. Um, I may be totally wrong, but it doesn't look like he does. So a lot of people like Larry or somebody who looks like that may be really like adverse to going into the gym and, you know, benching or squatting or doing, you know, doing uh, any kind of heavy exercises because they say, oh, I'm, I can't do I can't do that. You know, I'm not in shape. It'd be interesting to take somebody and and train him like he would train and diet like he would diet uh, for a contest and just do it, obviously, with less weight, you know, less intensity sure. to begin. But that would be really cool. No, I think that'd be a great idea. He, you know, he's a businessman. I think you could you could really make some serious business with doing something like that. Um, interesting. On a side note, Dave Berle, uh, Mad Max Six on the boards. He owns. Um, um, he, I guess him and Jake uh, cumulatively are their partners in owning the Max Muscle Store on Venice Beach. Um, he took Dave Berle from a very. I'm not not like Larry, but he was fat. He was out of shape. Aaron, I was just getting ready to say something about uh, you know Jay helping out that guy before lose weight and everything. And literally my entire system cut out on my computer. So as everyone knows right now, I'm coming to you from my uh, cell phone instead of our recording system. So I apologize if I sound like, uh, you know, I'm in a wind tunnel or something, but um, no, what I wanted to say was, you know, he's people know that he's capable of getting other people in shape and especially getting himself in shape. And I think if he did some sort of series like this, he could, you know, make a, a ton of money and really be able to promote this, to be huge and you run you run the chance then that maybe you could get it picked up by some tv network if they see you're getting all these youtube hits and you're getting all of this you know online traffic you make it a tv put on a tv network you could make a ton more money that way too so i think you could open up a lot of doors for some stuff personally uh i think you're right and you know i i actually tweeted jay during our little uh, technical error there and told him that uh, that I like the video and I see dollar signs in it and that me and you discussed it on XS Bodybuilding. So maybe he'll listen to the show. And if he does, my suggestion to Jay is to keep doing these things, make them regular, like a weekly episode. And maybe you could even have a few people going. And, and because there's no money right now in it, the way that I would look at it for him is I would focus on Alpha Helix and the new products and be like, okay, we're going to give you these new three products and this is what they're going to do for you and kind of use it as product placement because they're going to get a lot of, I could see something like this getting hundreds of thousands of views. Um, so if you are putting your product placement in there, that's free advertising that he will, you know, although he doesn't get money immediately for it, it could add up to dollars in the end. Absolutely. And then once he's making a whole bunch of money, he just, you know, pops me and you some royalties and we're good to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been telling you. I, I like that plan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's uh, let's move on to the Hartford uh, Europa. Um, this was um, neither you or I went to this one. This was uh, Dave yeah. covered it. It was uh, the Bros vs Pros weekend up there at uh, Derek Poundstone's gym. So I got the weekend off, and um, this was an interesting contest. They just had men's and women's pro bodybuilding, and uh, I really want to start uh, with the women because um, some girls that I was I was surprised. Um, well, for one, the, the, the main these are the ones I really want to talk about. And uh, Anne Fritas um, from Brazil. I, I've seen pictures of her before in off-season shape, and she looks like the typical um, Brazilian chick with the huge ass and the enormous tits or boobs uh, and uh, blonde hair, pretty girl. And I always wondered like what she would look like in shape or how she'd do because she does have a small waist, and she has a very feminine look, especially for a, for a pro bodybuilder. She comes in here, and she kicks ass first place. What did you think when you saw her pictures? 
oh, I thought she looked great. You know, I I felt as if they, they are very much pushing the very feminine look is what they're wanting uh, for both female bodybuilding and women's physique. And I think um, even with, you know, uh, Tammy Marie just winning the, the physique at, at the, the last physique show, I think they're giving that uh, that impression that they want a very feminine look. And I think, like you said, she, got, she has a tiny waist. She's got a very pretty shape. I think they're wanting to award more shape rather than just massive size. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that's kind of the direction that they're wanting to go now. I definitely agree with you. I think, that, first of all, she was nowhere near the biggest girl. I mean, uh, I think Monique Jones, who was in third place, is around uh, 170. I know Tazzy was in the 160s in fourth place. Michelle Cummings was in between, but she's still at least 150. And uh, Ann Fritas was in the mid-130s, uh, you know. Small waist, good shape. Uh, definitely very uh, good lines and everything, and very feminine. And you could definitely see that that seems to be what they're going for. I was also very impressed with Sarah Hayes. Um, Sarah, yes. Sarah definitely has that femininity going on. And um, if they were going that direction, looking at her pictures, I mean, she was definitely softer than the other fourth, third, second, and so on. Um, but she is very feminine. And, and I was actually interested to see that, um, it's the, first of all, fifth place is very good for her. Um, I don't remember her ever. I think the, her debut, yeah, she, I'm looking back at her placings now. 13th at Arnold, 13th at the Battle of Champions. So fifth place is a huge move in the right direction. But I actually, I was actually impressed enough with her that I, I would have actually, I could have seen her even higher. Yeah, I mean she's, was, she's was soft. She, was she a little? Was she a little? I know she was softer, but did, by doing that, does she look a little bit bigger than some of the other girls because she, you know, you're not as lean, as small. I, I'm not. You know, I, I just think that she has the 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 small waist or smallish waist that they're looking for. Her legs are a little slight, you know, uh, compared to if you're looking at those top girls. But I was very impressed. Um, this is uh, Sarah Hayes. When she got her pro card, um, she was definitely one of the prettier girls, feminine girls I'd seen in a long time. And I didn't know, because I know she wasn't willing to do what it took to move up to the top, you know, the top, top girls. Right. You know, as far as supplementation and stuff like that. So I didn't know, me and her had even talked about her doing women's physique, and she was really, like, not interested. And I was like, wow, that, that sucks, because she's pretty, got great muscle t- uh, bellies, got a lot of potential. But I didn't see her making a, a move in women's pro bodybuilding. And now it looks like uh, because they're kind of changing things up a little bit or changing what they're looking for, maybe she does. Maybe I was wrong. Well, I think it's good because it gives those women a chance who still are, you know, they still have their heart in bodybuilding, um, a chance to still get recognized, even if they don't want to continue to put on a bunch of size. Now, a couple of times here, you know, we had um, Julie Gallard on who uh, won her pro card as a light heavy at the USA. She's making her pro debut coming up in Chicago. And, you know, when you're a female bodybuilder, you can put on maybe, you know, four to five pounds and it's okay. You don't need to, you know, put on over 10 pounds to get on stage necessarily now. You can just kind of gradually add a little here, a little there. You don't need to come back and be huge because they almost don't want that. You can just make small improvements and that's good enough, you know? Yep. Um, let's talk for a minute, just a minute about the men's bodybuilding. Chris and, and Dave broke it down pretty thoroughly on Heavy Muscle Radio this week. So we'll just talk for a second. Juan Morrell, big congratulations to Juan, uh, Juan Diesel. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately for him, I guess he's a flex athlete getting paid by them. So we're not, we didn't have a chance to interview him, but I have uh, talked to him. He's very, very excited and happy. This has been a, a really great year for Juan. So big congratulations uh, to Juan Morel. Um, for sure. And then second and third place, interesting, both guys out of the Middle East, Mohamed Banut, Mo Banut, they call him. And then Isa Obiad, I think from uh, Saudi Arabia. 
Um, pretty interesting. Two uh, Middle Eastern guys, second and third, but with great conditioning. Um, Mo Benute, um has a very unusual shape. You take a look at his pictures. Yes, yes. He was the one, uh, was it in Phoenix, that he had gotten um, temporarily suspended for yeah. a while, right? Um, the, yeah, because he, he didn't, didn't come back to the, uh, to the night show. Yeah, we talked about him. He had some suspicious lumps and bumps on him that, that got him right, knocked right. way, way down. And a lot of people thought he'd be in the top three. And instead, I think he was like 10th or something. Um, and I know he was very upset about that. And uh, both of these guys actually are uh, George Farah guys. I think actually all three, um, Fred Smalls is also the top uh, second, third, and fourth are all George Farah guys. Okay. Um, so um, pretty good pretty good day. I guess it's not all the way a good day for George Farah because he didn't get to the top spot. But uh, uh, these guys were all in good condition. I got to say, Fred Smalls is actually the one that jumped out at me the most. Fred is like just knocking on the door of being really great. Um, he is so round and he's got a lot of muscle. He's just not all the way there sharp condition wise. And once he does, yeah. maybe, maybe this weekend in Chicago, I know he's going to be there in Chicago. If he comes in about five to 10% harder uh, than he was here, I think that uh, Fred Smalls could win a show. Well, it's, it's, he's coming to Chicago and so is Issa Obian is coming to Chicago. And I, yeah, I, I, I like Fred. I like his shape. Like you said, he's very round. He doesn't exactly have that, you know, uh, I don't want to say like beautiful shape, but it, it doesn't have like a like a Tony Freeman type shape. However, he is very, very round. How, but at the same time, I didn't think he was lean enough. I think he had a lot of potential to. So maybe this last week, I don't know how much he was able to really bring it down. But if he can, I mean... I think Isa Obiad can win uh, Chicago. That's my prediction. But I think Fred Smalls could, could easily be a second place and would maybe win a show if he picks the right shows, um, you know, within, within the next year. And we'll see what happens. Um, big shout out to uh, Tampa, also Tampa guy, Mark Antonick, who is um, competing, even though he is dealing with um, Parkinson's, uh, which is a uh, a feat in itself. He's also 47 years old. So 47. Yeah, I was going to say, even with the Parkinson's aside, the fact he's 47 and looking as good as he does is impressive, you know? Yeah, very impressive. So I, big shout out to him. Uh, good job, Mark. That's uh that is a feat. That is definitely a feat. I know that oh, he is, sure. and that he is, uh, he loves bodybuilding so much that, uh, that he actually uses it in a way as therapy. Obviously, you know, it's the loss of muscle control. So he's in the gym training every day. It's pretty, pretty incredible. Well, that's how it is with the guy that trains um, Pacquiao. Yeah. Um, I'm losing his name for the life of me now. Um, but he has Parkinson's, like severe Parkinson's. But when he gets in the ring, you know, to kind of uh, to, to practice with, uh, with Manny Pacquiao, he doesn't have those symptoms anymore. Oh, wow. He like, completely calms down. That's what they said, too, about uh, Muhammad Ali. It's, it's because of boxing that, you know, he ended up getting Parkinson's. However, when he's in the ring, when he's fighting, it all goes away. So I I think, you know, it's kind of the same respect that maybe he's able to channel, you know, that, uh, that, I don't know, the the nerves and he's able to channel everything into weightlifting and, and in return, he uses it as therapy and uses it as part of his career. So no, big, big shout out to the guy because he looked great. Aside from the fact he has Parkinson's, it's alone that he's, you know, well into his forties is great in and of itself. Absolutely. Um, the next is, um, Wings of Strength show. Tim Garner presents Wings of Strength, um, they're at the Crown Plaza next to uh, the airport in Rosemont. Um, it's funny. I go. It seems like we go to Chicago. I mean, I go to Chicago a few times a year usually, um, at least once a year for Junior Nationals, this time twice. And both times, I'm always. it seems like I always go to Chicago, and I don't leave the airport practically. Rosemont is literally right <laughs> next door, and we, we don't go anywhere. Yeah, 
It's easier that way. You gotta have the venues close to where people are coming. I mean, it's not an expensive cab ride to your oh, I hotel. Love <laughs> I, I love it. The ho- I love that it's right there, and uh, we'll yeah. be at the uh, actual Crown Plaza. So be at the um, venue and uh, we did uh, incidentally um, we took a we rented a, a car and drove into the city um, last time we were in me and Darielle rented a car and drove into the city and we, we did the agric- agricultural boat tour you ever did oh, that nice. before? No I have not. It's pretty cool you get on the you know the little um, uh, what would you say they're, they're channels right that go through the, yeah. the city yeah we went through there and you get to see all the buildings and they tell you when they were built and information about them it's really it was a beautiful day so nice we did do something fun um, it should be a, it should be a nice weekend it is hot as hell I'm not gonna lie here in yeah. Chicago right now yeah. it is um, brutal very brutal <laughs> um, hey, I think hey. today without the heat index is like you know 100 degrees without the heat index it's hot so uh, we'll be happy to have you <laughs> <laughs> sounds like about here I'm sure it's about it can't be too much hotter than here Maybe yeah, it's just humid. That's the only problem. Yeah, well, Florida's known for humidity, so um, true. Yeah, I, I don't know. Actually, you know, the the day that we were there, the the sun was coming right down on us, and I got pretty sunburned actually being on the boat. Ah, yeah. interesting. Um, anyway, so. uh, it, it's going to be a big show. What, like um, we, we were saying just in the beginning of the show, seventy four now, almost seventy four competitors. There's, I think. Um, 18 female bodybuilders, which is which is huge. Very rarely do you even get female bodybuilding at a show, and now we're getting them in like two in a row, um, which I think is is rare. But I, I'm excited that you know the female bodybuilders have a you know a, a pretty big lineup. Not a lot of big names. Same thing with figure. You don't have a lot of big names. You have like Cheryl Brown, Candice Lewis, but you don't have the Candice Kings, the Jen Strobel's coming in. Um, and you know, same thing kind of with physique. You don't have a lot of first place winners that are coming in. So I, we were talking about this on Muscle Girls, that sometimes without the real thick lineups or the big name lineups, it gives these other girls, and even the guys too, because there isn't any huge names coming in to compete. Um, there's what, there's Frank uh, Hauser and there's Strike Models, there's not too many big names. It gives these other guys and these other women kind of a chance to shine when in a lineup with some big guys or some big girls, you would kind of get lost in the mix, if that makes sense. I agree. You know, sometimes... Uh, it is more interesting to me to have a show where there aren't any heavy, heavy favorites. You know, where there's not sure. like, like you, say you put a, um, you put a, uh, I don't know, a Tony Freeman in this show, and although he's not, uh, you know, top the more, you know, the like a Kai Green or something, you pretty much know Tony's going to come in and win the show. Um, right. So like, I'm glad that there's no uh, Tony Freeman. I'm interested to see Fankhauser. Before we get into that, let me let me just run you down the schedule. Um, I, there is a IFBB. Uh, meet and greet, which I thought was interesting that Tim told me about uh, at 4.30 after the check-in. They're going to do interviews and signings and stuff like that, which is a little different from most shows. Uh, I haven't, uh, other than the Arnold and the Olympia, I can't, uh, maybe, no, I can take that back. At the uh, Tampa Bay Pro Show, uh, usually uh, Bob Ciccarillo and um, and Dan Solomon have some kind of, something, so they actually have a press conference, so I guess that's a little different. And, uh, and by the way, speaking of that, the Tampa Bay Pro Show, uh, another Tim Gardner production in August, um, supposedly, we'll have more women than even this show. We'll have in the 30s for uh, female pro competitors. Okay. Um, so that's pretty pretty unbelievable. Um, so at noon, we got the uh, the prejudging, IFBB, IFBB prejudging, and then the evening show starts at 5 p.m. So um, let's go through some of the, uh, the list and talk about some of these people. We do have five divisions. So we'll start with the men's pro bodybuilding. Like you said, Issa Obiad, Fred Smalls, um, Eric Fankhauser, um, you know, I don't think I don't know if Gregory Atoyan is going to do it. I heard he had a, a quad tear, so 
I don't know if he's still on the list, so I guess we'll see. Um, the one I wanted to mention to you, Ann Wen. This is his, his uh, pro debut, uh, who won the USA overall champion last year. Uh, very possible. I think we said he is the, I interviewed him. I think he is the biggest Vietnamese guy as far as muscle. Uh, oh, that's great. You're uh, right. I remember that. The most muscular Vietnamese guy of all time. So uh, I'm interested to see. Ann has a great, great shape. Extremely round muscle, small waist. Uh, if he made any amount of progress and he comes in in really in great shape, he's going to be a top three guy, I think. Oh, I 100% agree with you there. Um, now, he, he's got to be he's got to be really, really in shape because he won't be as big as some of these other guys. But um, I, I'm I'm, that's, I'm probably more interested just to see. Obviously, pro debut is always, you know, because you have no idea what he's going to bring. That and Eric Fankhauser, because Eric has brought a lot, I mean, really brought up his upper body a tremendous amount. So uh, it'll be interesting to see Eric also. When the last time we saw Eric compete was he took, what was it, fifth at the New York Pro, qualified him for the Olympia, and then it was the Olympia, not last year, but the year before, was it, yeah, the year before, right? That's the last time he competed? Um, Let's see, was it that, was it last year, or, I think it was last year, wasn't it? I don't remember, I don't remember if he did last year's Olympia, meaning like 2011, it may have been 2010, I may be totally wrong, but. I'm looking him up, I'm looking him up, here we go. I think the last, I think the last pro show he did, aside from the big shows, was the New York Pro, right, at 5th, and then he did, um, did the Olympia after that? He did the New York Pro, he was very impressive in 5th in 2010, and then uh, he did the Battle of Champions, placed 11th, did the Olympia, and uh, and didn't place, and uh, if you remember, the New York pro, he looked phenomenal and he got worse and worse. Basically at the Olympia, right. he did not look good. And, uh, so, well, so we know that we all know he's capable of, of looking good in order to place top five at the New York pro. It's huge. So oh, I yeah. think if he brings in that, that same look, you know, he could be a top three. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I his upper body has come up a lot. So, um, and yeah. he needed that cause he's known for having, you know, big ass legs, <laughs> tremendous legs. He almost, you know, his calves, um, almost do him a disservice as big as they are. Uh, people are like, wow, he's got the greatest calves. But as a bodybuilder, um, those calves kind of throw everything off, you know? Well, unless so the big. rest of your body, unless the rest of your body can match your calves, you don't want a body part that sticks out that much. You want like, oh, he's got great calves, not, holy shit, he's got huge calves. <laughs> you don't want it to be an eyesore almost. And unfortunately, like you said, it kind of doesn't disservice because they are so big. Same thing with his legs in general, you know? Uh, the problem is that your upper body doesn't quite match up. Yeah, they're your great body parts, but they just don't balance out with everything. You know, it's funny because I would, um, you know, I somebody like myself who has uh, small calves or relatively small calves, I always wanted to, you know, I'd always love to have much bigger calves. Like, like, uh, but Eric's, like you said, his are, um, they're more than a standout body part. But it's like having like oh, yeah. really big arms. Are really big shoulders or really big back. You know, it's almost hard to imagine them being too big. But Eric's calves are, are like freakishly big. Like they look like abnormally yeah. large, which is right. which is obviously anything anything. If you get to that level, even at abnormally large shoulders or something doesn't look good. Not not a good thing. Right. Um, so um, those are the, the main names that I'm looking at. Also, we got Omar Deckard, who uh, surprised me in Australia. So I'm, I'm, I really like Omar. So I hope that Omar uh, continues to improve. Uh, because he surprised a lot of people in Australia, placing third, looking the best he's ever looked. So hopefully Omar has had a great offseason and uh, has continued to improve. Now, okay. uh, the 202 or the 212 guys, excuse me, it's really 212 guys. And I'm, I'm not even I'm, I love I love the division. I've got a lot of friends in the division and I don't really want to see it disappear. But 
man, it's just not um, it's a lot of the guys. Like, there's a lot of good guys in the, in the division that just don't seem to be competing. Um, how many? Uh, how many are in this one? No, I the on the final list. Five. Uh, there is nine. Um, but, nine. Okay. but but it's not. It's like you know, it's Ahmad Ahmad, Jimmy Canyon, Jamal Ahmad. El Moldoway, uh, Derek Farnsworth, who I think is going to be very good, uh, Haney Coates, a bunch of guys I never heard of. Uh, Panix Pierre right. is, is very good. Uh, actually, Bola is okay, and Rixio Tapia is also okay. It's just like there's so many good guys. Like, where's the top 10 Olympia guys? Where are they? they, they, they just, we need like a Marvin Ward to come into a show like this and just yeah. win. <laughs> there's a lot of guys that could be doing these shows that I'm just like, I'm like, what's going on? Where are they? So. A lot of people yeah. seem to be sitting out. I don't know if it's the lack of money or if they've got to win, and that it's like, oh, I'm not. If I'm not really ready, ready, then I don't want to do a show. That, that could be it. Yeah, I don't know, but I've been really, been really disappointed in the 212 class. The, the idea was that it was going to be more popular and bigger, and it was going to allow more competitors to compete because they're raising the weight limit, and and that has absolutely, without a doubt, not been the case. No way. Right. Um, right. So as far as moving the weight up, it, it hasn't helped anybody, and a lot of times I think it's hurt because. A lot of guys have looked not as good because they're trying to be bigger. Be bigger, right? Because they think there are guys that are going to be in there closer to the 212 versus the 202. So they're trying to put yeah. the extra five, six, seven pounds on, and then yeah. it's not been beneficial. You, you risk your, uh, your symmetry. You risk your, you know, just pretty look. A lot of times it's just trying to come in big. Um, on, on, a totally, on a total side note, I just want to say I'm meaning to uh, mention this and I didn't put it on our list. But uh, Seth Ferrosi, from what I understand, he was uh, obviously very disappointed with his placing. Uh, in Toronto, did the open class. Sounds to me, from what I've been told, he is going to now jump back into the 212 and go back down. Um, my uh, my suggestion for him, if, if I was able to talk to him now, my suggestion would be to not necessarily, you know, to, he, he needs to be 212 anyway, probably, from looking at the condition that he was in and everything. Yeah. He could still do the open. If he was in the same condition that he was in when he won his 202 in Dallas, but at 210 or 211 or 212 or even 208, he could do open shows, some open shows, and still do very, very, very well. Maybe win an open sure. show. Sure. Uh, sure. You know, if, the, if, if there's a show even that doesn't have a 212 class, I mean, there's no reason why he shouldn't do it if he's in shape. Absolutely. I think it's a big mistake to, to come down in class with what we're seeing here. You know, like, uh, I, I'm not sure what the um, the reasoning is. Maybe he feels like the judges, that was a message they were giving him. But he just wasn't in shape. So it's not like there was any message. He right. wasn't in shape. Um, It'd be different if he was in, like, incredible shape, totally shredded, totally peeled. And they still placed him there by saying, we, we want to see you in sure. 212 still. Um, but he wasn't really in as good a shape as he could be. No. So I think they're just placing him where they should have placed him. Yeah. Um, and I thought at first when I saw the call-outs, I thought... Before I saw the pictures, I thought, well, maybe they are sending him a message. But, of course, that was before I you're in the Sonny, uh, Sonny contest photos. Yeah, like uh, like they did with Eduardo Correa. Now, that that's right. a pretty clear message. Don't You don't belong here. Go somewhere else. Seth has made such amazing progress that it's a shame to see him, um, you know, to, I, I think that the progress was made that he needed to make. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. So, like, it's it's a shame to see him back down. I wouldn't be saying that if, the, if like, the 212 class was – you know, making more money and doing more, and there was more competitive, um, you know, athletes in it. Like this show here, I, I think Derek Farnsworth may win this show. He is, um, you know, Panix Pierre is very good. I saw him got his pro card at Team U. I don't know what he'll bring. Uh, Bola is good. Uh, uh, Rixio, some of these other guys could, you know, could potentially uh, do well. But Derek is working with Chris Aceto. He's gained some muscle this year, and uh, he uh, is going to be in ridiculous shape. So you might see Derek Farnsworth. 
uh, right. win, the, win the show and be the true giant killer at like five two. It's good. I like that. Um, um, let's see. Uh, the women's pro bodybuilding. I broke down in detail with uh, Melody Specco, who comes on a little bit later. Um, and just before we before we get to her, I want to mention Wings of Strength. In case people don't know, and I didn't know originally, is a um, um, female bodybuilding schmo site appreciation site. I guess you would say. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I didn't know that either. And she she went into detail explaining she owns Muscle Girls Live, which is a very popular a webcam service for female bodybuilders and muscular chicks. And um, so when I mentioned something about it to her, and she's like, well, Wings of Strength is uh, the, the, the main promoter of the contest, the main uh, uh, sponsor, and um, and that's what they do too, except not with webcams, just with pictures. Right, right. So that's pretty amazing, right? The, um, the, the female bodybuilding fans, in a way, I guess they're putting their money where their mouth is and supporting the sport, which is pretty amazing. That's good. That's good. We had talked about that before, but that's, you know, the, uh, the fans start putting up the money. That's the, you know, unfortunately the schmokes are putting up the money. You're going to still see female bodybuilding around. And that's just the way that it goes. I mean, the fans keep bodybuilding live in general and the, the female bodybuilders, they just have a different demographic of fans. It's not that they're any less fanatic or more fanatic than like the guys who idolize Jay Cutler. It's just, you know, a different, type of fan and hey if they're gonna you know put up put up the cash to keep female bodybuilding alive look you got 18 girls that are coming out for this that's that's great i think there's actually gonna, i think there's <laughs> actually going to be more i think we're expecting two more on the list she was telling me so okay 20 nice. girls pretty unbelievable that's good that's great yep and then um moving on to figure this is a i don't know if this is the biggest figure show of the year but it's got to be up there uh I heard, I heard that it was. I heard that even at like, uh, I don't remember the final number, but they had said that so far it's the biggest figure show this year. They got 21 girls in it right now. I think it's going to move up to 22 if the, if the other name that I heard is uh, correct. We'll see tomorrow. Um, the uh, IPB Pro list is usually updated on Tuesdays, and that's it. But because of the uh, July 4th holiday, uh, it won't be fully updated till tomorrow. So you won't, we're still missing a few. Uh, a lot of good girls. There's no huge, huge names on this list. I was very impressed with um, with uh, Yolanda Alvarado, uh, who is uh, married to um, uh, uh, Luis Santa. Uh, his okay. wife. Yeah, she's tremendous. Um, she's going to be very good. She placed, uh, I think, fifth in Shreveport. Um, tiny. That's the only thing is that it's hard when you are five feet tall or right around there, no matter how good you are, uh, when you stand next to the line, the, you know, the first call out or whatever, it's tough. You know, Heather May French is the last one I can think of that, that was you know, sure. really good at that height. But uh, Yolanda may, may have what it takes. Uh, That'd be good. No, I've, uh, I've seen a couple of photos of her. I haven't, you know, followed her career too, too much, to be honest. But um, the few times that I've seen, you know, little little snippets of contest photos, she does have a really good shape. She does look tiny. You know, like you said, that may just hurt her when you are up next to women who are quite a bit taller. You know, someone right. like, you know, Jen Strobo, for example, is, you know, five seven, sure. somewhere like that. Um, and, and she's long and lean. And when you're short, it's, it's tough. But if you're in the right call out with the right lineup, you may, you know, get an, get an extra look because yeah. you just look better. Absolutely. Uh, downtown Cheryl Brown. We got Alicia Hart from Canada. Catherine Holland is in the show. Candace Lewis, who has been uh, doing very well. Uh, great shape. Uh, she won the last one, right? Yep, yep, just came off of a win. Uh, Chelsea Morgan Stern, uh, Chikandi Maseka, Sherilyn Roy switching from uh, bikini back over to uh, figure. Uh, interesting. It'll be interesting to see how she does. Um, 
Aaliyah Suarez, uh, Natalie Waples, also from, from Canada, who has been impressing me quite a bit uh, with kind of a new look that she's bringing. So those are some of the names that uh, we'll see um, uh, in the figure. And we'll finish off with women's pro physique. Very uh, interesting what's been going on with them. Uh, the last show, Tammy Marie won in New Orleans. Very, very different physique than uh, we saw who was winning in um, New York. So um, it's kind of like up and down. I don't know what to expect here. Uh, you got some of the good girls um, that we saw uh, throughout the year. Melissa DiMonardo is coming out, uh, making yeah. her pro debut. Uh, it's a PJ Braun client. And I've seen some pictures of her. Very impressive. Uh, she looks great. She was... Um I interviewed her when she was getting ready to just make her women's physique pro debut um, at the first national level show she was doing because I had a feeling she was going to do pretty well. You know, she was relatively a nobody, and uh, you know, I interviewed her the the show she ended up turning pro. You know, and, and she does have a very good look, a little bit bigger than a Jillian Reville. Yeah, um, she kind of ha- has the same sort of shape, like really pretty long lines, but a little bit bigger um, in a, in a good way. Um, she's just a little bit thicker, and that may you know, play into her favor. I know that there's one woman there, I believe, because I don't have a list in front of me because I'm sitting outside on my phone in the heat. I don't have my computer in front of me. But I think uh, one of the women that may be the last one on the list, um, I think she's switching from fitness, actually, to physique. Um, uh, Paula Paul Williams, Paula Williams, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So she's, uh, she's making a switch. Yeah, very, um, very excited. And, and everyone, you know, we have like Jody Bone, for example, you know, or I think with Jody, yeah, because these other women make switches. Um, different, you know, uh, it wasn't Jody Bohm, it was no. someone else. In St. In St. Louis, uh, the girl played second in St. Louis, uh, switched over from... Well, Tammy Marie, fitness. Tammy Marie, who won in, um, who won in New Orleans is a fitness girl and did figure also. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, uh, you know, these girls switching over from fitness, I think it's a great decision. If, you know, for example, if they had too many injuries, um, if their body, they're, they're kind of moving up in age, maybe the body just can't handle that. Um, impact anymore by doing fitness. Pushing over to physique, I think, is a great thing because those women are known for getting hard. They know how to get in shape. And that's not the, that's not the, the tough thing for them. So I feel like the women who are making a switch from fitness to physique, I think it's a great move on some of them if they're doing it, you know, because their body just can't take that strain anymore for the routine. Yeah. Um, so some of the names we have in this one, Jennifer Robinson, who I was very impressed with, I think that she continues to move in the right direction. Hopefully, she'll be a little yeah, tighter. Yeah, uh, she, she, plays, she plays third the last time. I'm so hoping she's that she's a little bit girl. tighter. So if she keeps coming in a little tighter, I think that we may see Jennifer taking one of these things. Um, yeah. Michaela the Rebel, I named her the Rebel Soto. <laughs> she will probably be at the very bottom of this list um, because that seems like where she's placing. But she does have bring a unique, interesting look that, uh, that a lot of people like a lot. Uh, the judges, not so much. But uh, she, uh, she, she keeps coming back. Uh, well, her and uh, Larissa Bonneville, the same thing. She's a bigger girl. Yep. She's from Chicago, just like um, uh, Michaela Soto. And again, you know, I think her and Michaela both placed uh, second to last or last, the last show. Um, they both did it together. And un- unfortunately, yeah, they just keep banging it out. They've got good shape. They've got a good look. I like Michaela Soto personally. I that In the beginning, that's what my hope was for, um, for women's physique. But um, yeah, at least it's in their hometown. They have a lot of fans. You know, maybe the judges will give them a little, you know, extra extra nod if uh, they come in a little bit tighter, maybe a little smaller this time. I don't know. I talked to Michaela at the Louisiana show, and she said she just doesn't care. You know what I mean? Like that she's not doing it for to win at this point. So no, uh, you got you got to you got to do it for you. And I think women who are staying true to that, those are the people people are really inspired by. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Trina Thompson uh, comes from Figure. Wins her pro card. Uh, I interviewed her at Junior USA's. She'll be interesting to see if she tightens up a little bit. 
Uh, it'll be interesting to see how she does. Nola Trimble, sure. everybody knows from RX Muscle. Uh, we'll see how she does. That'll be very interesting. This is she's a she's Chicago. Actually, uh, she's actually in Chicago now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in Chicago now. Chicago uh, native now. <laughs> um, so it'll see. I'll be very interested to see how she does. Um, you know, against these girls, I actually think that Nola will do very well. I think that that is the look. She kind of has the look that seems like they're going for lately. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see Nola do very well at this show. I think she will. I think, um, you know, she's very, very pretty as well, and that helps. Um, and she has a very uh, useful look. She doesn't look, when she diets, her face doesn't look super hard right, right. and pulled and, uh, you know, worn. She still keeps a little bit of fat in her face. She still stays beautiful, and I think that's a big thing with keeping these women looking feminine, by right? not losing the femininity in their face just from dieting alone. With all drugs aside, you know, just keeping, you know, your face nice and full, even in the middle of, like, a real strict diet, I think, keeps that feminine look. Last person on our list and last person we'll mention for the show is Gina Trochiano, who is a figure girl, also switched over to soft in New Orleans, but very pretty girl. I've always liked her in figure. I think she was actually softer in women's physique than she is for figure usually, so she needs to come in harder, uh, even, uh, you know, harder than she usually would be, and I think that we're going to see Gina do very well in the future. Good, I hope so. Um, all right, Christina, that's it for this week. Um we're going to go to commercial break, and we will come back with Melody Specko. She's going to talk about female bodybuilding and um, basically, like we said, about the the guy fans of female bodybuilding supporting um, the contests and the girls and um, what it means to be a pro female bodybuilder these days. It's very interesting the amount of camaraderie that these girls have compared to uh, really anybody else that I've seen. No, I'm looking forward to hearing this interview. I think it should be interesting for sure. All right, Christina. Uh, that's it for this week. I will uh, see you in a few days. All right, peace out. Fusion Bodybuilding makes bodybuilding's strongest supplements, and they're committed to giving back to you. Fusion Bodybuilding not only want to promote the bodybuilding lifestyle, but they also want to help build the sport. Bodybuilding is all they do. It's their obsession. You know the feeling. That's why you're here. Visit Fusion Bodybuilding at FusionBodybuilding.com or join in on the conversation on the Fusion Bodybuilding fan page on Facebook, where you'll find IFBB Pro Q&As, contest giveaways, and nothing but in-depth bodybuilding talk fusion bodybuilding bodybuilding's strongest supplements head over to fusionbodybuilding.com today Myotropics Physique Nutrition is the most exciting supplement company to come along in decades. That's because Myotropics isn't just another company. It's the brainchild of iconic metabolic expert, Dr. Scott Connolly, the inventor of the original body recomposition product that changed the industry and allowed millions of people to get in the best shape of their life. And CEO Vince Andrich, author of the groundbreaking Physique Athlete Guide. Myotropics flagship product, Physique 2.0, contains their exclusive Meta Effects Amino CD protein compound that matches maximizes whole body protein economy, your personal linchpin for gaining and retaining the most muscle while also shedding maximum body fat. Plus, Physique 2.0 contains the world's first legitimate fat-burning carbohydrate, Meta Effects FAO-CHO, for full hard muscle and increased fat burn. If you live to develop the ultimate physique, go with Myotropics, real people that live to develop physique nutrition. Go to Myotropics.com. It's your body. It's your art. Master it. Myotropics.com. 
And Mag Labs is the leading supplement company offering the most hardcore pro-anabolic supplements on the market. Visit IronMagLabs.com and check out our top-selling pro-anabolics. Methadrol Extreme, Super DMZ RX, Cytostain RX, and E-Control RX with 6OXO. Iron Mag Labs makes supplements that actually work. No hype, no BS, just real results. There's a reason you keep hearing about Iron Mag Labs. Come see what you're missing. Visit IronMagLabs.com for the most hardcore body police supplements. So are you from Australia, paying far too much for supplements with the inflating weigh in amino prices? Why not check out the all-new RX Muscle Australia for the latest Australian and worldwide content and coverage. While you're there, check out Bulk Nutrient Supplement Store, the official supplement store for RX Muscle Australia. You can visit Bulk Nutrients at bulknutrients.com.au, your one-stop shop. And also check out the all-new rxmuscle.com.au. RX Muscle Australia, the truth in Australia bodybuilding. Are you looking for some of the most groundbreaking, highest quality nutritional supplements on the market? Then look no further than BioFlex Nutrition. 100% Australian owned and direct from the manufacturer. You'll get some of the most pure and affordable supplements offered today. Better yet, with no proprietary blends or fillers and by including only the best ingredients, we proudly bring to the market Australia's purest range of supplements. Find us online at BioFlexNutrition.com.au BioFlex Nutrition, Australia's purest supplements. That's BioFlex ready to go. Paying inflated prices for products which are full of hype and fillers? At Bulk Nutrients, you get the purest products available direct from our factory. There are no middlemen, contractors, distributors, or shop fronts. Bulk Nutrients stocks protein, carbs, aminos, pre-workout recovery, encapsulated products, fat burners, test boosters, and so much more. Bulk Nutrients is 100% Australian-owned and operated and will give you higher quality and better prices guaranteed. So visit BulkNutrients.com.au. It's your one-stop shop. RxMuscle.com. Now you have a place to turn when you want the truth on bodybuilding, diet, and exercise, up-to-the-minute news, and more. Visit the RxMuscle.com forums featuring celebrity Q&As with IFBB professional athletes, top amateurs, and the brightest minds in the industry. Listen to our weekly radio shows including Heavy Muscle Radio, Muscle Girls Inc., After Hours, and more. Contest coverage, videos, even our own social networking site, RxMuscleplace. Visit RxMuscle.com. All right, welcome back to Access Bodybuilding, and my guest for the week is IFBB Pro Melody Specko, also the owner of Muscle Girls Live. Melody, welcome to the show. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for having me on. Um, for people who don't know, you live in Tampa, so I actually get the opportunity to bump into you at the gym every uh, now and again, and I've known that you've been uh, dieting for quite a while now. Um, usually when people are this close... Are you looking forward more to competing this weekend in Chicago or eating after? <laughs> to be honest with you, I've been. Uh, it's funny because I have. Uh, I bake these uh, chocolate fudge brownies, <laughs> and uh, the girls bug me every single show. I don't know if you ever see my paid Facebook page, but they bug me because I basically I make homemade brownies, and then I'll top them off with like different kinds of chocolate bars, like either Reese's Pieces or whatever. <laughs> but then on top of that, I make homemade fudge. Oh and God. so I pour the homemade fudge on top of that. So I actually, I look more forward to that, eating that and handing those out at the show than actually competing, to be honest with you. I mean, <laughs> eating girls and stuff, I mean, getting up there, yeah, I mean, you, you want to be your best. 
Um, you know, um, my main focus is obviously, uh, you know, everybody goes to win, but I mean, as long as I come in better than I did last year and I look better, uh, my main goal is always to play higher and, uh, just do the best that I can do, you know, but, uh, the girls, I absolutely love being there with the girls and, um, just hanging out with them and, and it was more of a camaraderie than I think than people realize, you know, um, at a lot of these shows, so... Yeah, I, I definitely know I, I already have uh, my, my pizza place picked out, though, for Chicago. <laughs> There's a few good ones and, uh, right by there. And, and well, I know. I think it's called Giovanni's yeah, or something like good. that. Yeah, I've been And there. uh, there's um, uh, Eli's uh, Cheesecake. <laughs> it's world famous. And I've already been looking at their online menu and picking out what, what I'm going to get from there as well. That's funny. So, you know. I think I have a bag though. Um, I'm in Canada right now. I'm originally I'm from Canada, uh-huh. um, and there's a lot of chocolates and stuff that we can't get uh, in the U.S. So I already have I think like a, a 20 pound bag, if not more, of, of just stuff <laughs> from Canada that I'm bringing with me. That's funny. So, uh, I, I'm not surprised by that answer. So one of the things, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on, other than you being competing in the actual show, uh, which is Tim Gardner's Wings of Strength. That's the name of the show. Uh, and it's yeah. it's the first uh, pro, Chicago pro show. It's actually a pro am. Tim has an MPC uh, uh, Tim Gardner Chicago extra, extravaganza. Also, um, this yeah. is the first pro show in Chicago in many many years. And um, yeah. one of the, one of the interesting things that a lot of people have been asking me is what is Wings of Strength? And the reason why I'm asking you is because you were the owner of Muscle Girls Live, who sponsored uh, the Toronto pro show. So we're seeing this um, this. I don't know. It's not even a resurgence because this is a new thing. Uh, So I I wanted you to, I feel like you're an expert on this kind of topic. So kind of tell us, first of all, what is Wings of Strength and uh, Muscle Girls Live, Wings of Strength? What's what's going on here? Well, basically what ended up happening is about um, uh, probably about a year and a half ago, um, is uh, Jake uh, Wood, who actually is the owner of Wings of Strength, um, him and his wife, Crystal, they had decided that they they wanted to help out female bodybuilding because you know how these rumors started that uh, IFBB was trying to get rid of female bodybuilding, there's no sponsors and, and all this stuff. So what ended up happening, I believe, Tim Gardner, uh, two years ago in Tampa, wanted to have the... Um, uh, the female bodybuilding, but he needed some sponsors. So basically, they were going to drop the female bodybuilding out of the show. Right. Now, Jake heard about this, and he called up Tim Gardner and said, hey, look, you know what? Um, I'm going to give you the money that you need to help out the woman. So he basically gave Tim Gardner uh, the $11,000 um, for that show. And then he met with Tim and stuff, and he was really impressed with how things went. Uh, with how the way Tim ran the show, Tim's very professional. Uh, he's a great guy. I mean, I, hands down, Tim's the way he runs the show. When you're backstage and you're a pro athlete, you feel special. Yeah, you know, uh, you're treated with the highest respect. Um, they make sure that we're taken care of. Um, you know, we have food back there, we have water, we have all this, you know, all kinds of stuff uh, back there. So, you know, it went from that, and then it basically, um, Jake and his wife had decided, you know what, let's let's start up a company, and let's call it Wings of Strength. And so, they, you know, they started up this company, Wings of Strength, and it's their primary focus, basically, is uh, they have a website, but it's a tasteful website, you know where to do 
artistic uh, pictures and stuff of, of the female bodybuilders. And they, I mean, they have everybody on there from Kathy Lee Francois to Linda Murray to, to all the top female pros, you know. Um, and the money that they make from that site basically is what they're doing is 100% of that money goes back into female bodybuilding. Wow. So, um, and not only that, when you, when you shoot with Wings of Strength, they pay you, uh, you know, the females, uh, the athletes, they make sure that you're taken care of very well. Um, so, it, you know, it, it's, a, it's a good um, purpose. Um, and, it, you know, Jake loves female bodybuilding. His wife, is, is uh, she absolutely loves female bodybuilding. Um, you know, so, so the, that's basically how that all started. And then, you know, because Tim's such a good guy, him and Jake now have a really good rapport. And so after last year's Tampa show, it was almost, what, 30, 30 women bodybuilding? Yeah. Last year in the Tampa show, and they upped the prize money. If you notice, it's gone from six thousand to nine hundred and five or ninety-five hundred. Yep. So, um, so Jake's actually put in more money from Wings of Strength to make sure that the prize money is even more. Um, and that's their goal every year. Um, you know, from my understanding, they want to make sure that the women's prize money starts creeping up and getting more and more. You know, so that uh, you know where the guys are making, you know. Thirty or forty thousand, you know, us girls hardly make anything, you know. Right. Um, so just trying, trying to equal things out, trying to keep us going, and and just believing in, in female bodybuilding and giving us, you know, a stage to be on. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, I had this conversation with Jake a couple weeks ago. It's not about the money. It said, you know, I certainly don't compete uh, for the prize money. Sure. You know because. The amount of money that I make in first place, that doesn't even touch what I spend in, in preparing for one competition. Right, of course. Um, you know, so it, it's not about that. It's about um, giving us an outlet to do something that we're very passionate about and something that, that we love to do. You know, it's a part of who you are. Like, you, you know, you know yourself, bodybuilding the lifestyle, you know. Um, and it, it's a beautiful thing. I think it's, a, it's more of an art thing. To see your body transform uh, transform in the last few weeks is it's amazing what you can do, um, you know. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's basically it's just that it's just a respect for female bodybuilding and it's wanting to keep keep going, you know. So I wouldn't be surprised if next year um, Wings of Strength is going to have more than just the you know Chicago and Tampa. Um, you know, I, I believe that they're going to try for a couple more cities next year as well what do you um do you when you hear about when you i mean obviously we've heard less about women's bodybuilding dying because as you've seen the lineups like this show coming up uh, wings of strength show toronto show they've had pretty good sized lineups i mean it doesn't look like it's dying to me but we still hear that talk because women's physique is gaining ground and stuff like that um when you hear that now um you have your own company, uh, Muscle Girls Live. What What are you thinking when you hear that? I mean, do you think it's just total bullshit now, or do you think there's something to it, or what? No, I think you know what it is. I think um, you know what, what I believe that they're trying to do. I don't really think they're trying to get rid of us. What I think they're trying to do is, is get back to where women's bodybuilding used to be. And I'll be the first one to admit. I think you know um, some of it has gotten a little bit out of control. Um, you know, and in regards to the women and, and, and how they look on stage and stuff. And, you know, at the end of the day, okay, no, it's not supposed to be a, a beauty contest, but also, you know, you don't want to see a bunch of women up on stage looking like men. 
And I think when, you know, they said, but when his bodybuilding started to die and stuff, I think a lot of that was just rumors because that's not what the IFBB wanted to see, which women were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, and, and that's not necessarily that we need to do. So now if you notice, the new girls coming up, yep. and a lot of girls that are winning the shows, they're not as big as, as what they used to be. You know no, definitely mean? not. The girl who won this last weekend in Hartford, uh, uh, what was her name? Anita Fritas or something? Anna? Uh, and uh, and Fritas. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you know what? And she is, she's full muscle belly. Uh, she looks great, but she has a very feminine physique. Right. You know, she doesn't have a blocky way. She's, she's got that X factor, you know, and, and her face is gorgeous and her hair is beautiful. Like, she was well-polished. And to be perfectly honest with you, as a female bodybuilder, that's how I want to see female bodybuilders. Right. That's what I would like. You know, I mean, um, definitely, um, you know, I'm probably going to be one of, one of the uh, the bigger girls up on stage uh, this weekend coming, um, uh, you know, just because I, I carry my muscle uh, just big, <laughs> you know, but I'm also, I, I try to keep it in check too, you know. Uh, you know, I compete at, uh, this weekend I'll probably be, right now I'm at 164 pounds, uh-huh. um, and, I'm, and I'm only five foot four, so. Pretty big. I'll get on stage at, at 160. It's pretty um, big. Yeah, <laughs> it's big, but I, I, to be honest with you, I feel small right now. But I mean, you know, um, but the girls like you know, Frida, she she looked awesome, and I would like to see it go more that way. You know, just uh, like Brigida, she's very beautiful yeah. as well. Um, you know, Alina Popa, she's very, you know, I mean, yeah, she looked great I, at the Arnold and the Olympia. She looked great. Yeah, the Arnold, yeah. the Arnold, she really impressed me. The Arnold is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. She looked great, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you got people like, you know, I was like, you know, the times when, like, Linda Murray was competing and stuff and Kim Chavesky, like, that's what I want to see back on stage. Right. Let me you ask know, you, let's, um, let's talk a little about Muscle Girls Live. Um, you, yeah. you obviously saw, uh, you're not just a, a female bodybuilder, you're obviously a businesswoman. You saw an opportunity to get into business with Muscle Girls Live, make some money and support the sport. So tell us a little bit of the thinking that went behind this and the decision-making process to, to start this business. Well, you know, it's funny because I think it's probably been about five years, if not more. And I kept saying to, um, uh, you know, some friends of mine, you know, I've got to start a webcam. i got to do this. I, you know, I've got to get away. I've got to try and take it back to what to what it used to be back when James Cook used to own uh, Fitbits and stuff like that. And there was a respect, um, you know, and then somewhere along the line, things got lost a little bit. Um, and I saw an opportunity to start something different, you know, where I could uh, give back to the women and support the women, um, you know, not so much make, you know, money for myself, obviously, yes, you know, I want to make money for myself and I don't want to have to, you know, uh, be struggling or whatever, but uh, at the same time, my main goal was to support shows and sponsor shows, so right off the bat, what I did in order to show my my uh, faithfulness, my truthfulness to the girls is I, I basically committed myself to a show. I committed to the Toronto Pro Show. Um, you know, I put up the $11,000 for that and to show that, that I'm serious in this. You know, I don't want to see female bodybuilding go anywhere. I don't want to see it die. Um, but I'm also, I see that there's such a huge fan base that 
the IFBB and, and other people don't necessarily see, but I see it. I see it every day. And I can tell you just from the mere fact of, of uh, Muscle Girls Live has well over 12,000 members, um, you know, on, on our site alone. Um, so to me, that says, you know, we got to hit our fans. We, they might not show up at the shows, right? right? right. And, and support us that way through tickets. Uh, but if they're going to support us, they're going to support us this way. So then and my, my thinking was, okay, then if they're going to support us this way, then it's my duty as a female bodybuilding because I love this sport and I don't want it to die. And this is a, a thing that everybody, you know, us women love to do. Then it's, it's my obligation to put back into it. That, you know? That it's makes sense. Make sure that yeah. Did the, so did the so, girls, when, when you, did that make a difference? To the girls, as far as like, obviously, I understand what you're trying to do. When putting the money into the show kind of puts your the money your money where your mouth is, basically. Did that did that resonate yeah. with the girls, or you know, is that something that matters to them? It actually it, it does and it doesn't. I mean, I thought it would matter more. Right. Um, to some of the girls, it does. I mean, I have a lot of girls on Muscle Girls Live that are exclusive to Muscle Girls Live, and they won't work anywhere else. Right. Um, you know, because they believe in the cause, they believe in what I'm doing. And they're 100% uh, behind me and everything that I try to do. So, I mean, and I don't look at, I mean, Muscle Girls Live, yes, I'm the owner of it, but it, it's, it's not just me. It's I need all the girls to be behind me because if I don't have their support, I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do. Sure. Did, let me ask you, just on, on, a, on a side note, I'm sure people are listening who are not familiar with the whole webcam business. Can these girls make a lot of money doing this? I mean, what kind of money is there in uh, in webcam for? Oh, yeah, I, I, there actually is quite a, quite a bit of money. I mean, uh, some of my top earners on a weekly basis, I'm paying out. Um, you know, there's there's my top girls right now. I pay out over three thousand dollars a week. Wow, that's their pay. Wow. Yeah, that's that, that's their payout, and not only that. I mean, on the Muscle Girls Live, we pay out a little bit of a higher percentage. Um, and then when I can, when you know, uh, when the money's there, I sponsor some of the girls. Like uh, you know, I'll buy their paint tickets to a show. Uh, I'll buy their suits. Um, you know, I have a, a deal made with uh, Kim Buck, who uh, is also a part of the site. Um, and one of my uh, top administrators now she also owns uh, her own clothing company so if a girl needs a suit for a show or whatever and she can't afford it I have a deal made with Kim where Kim will actually make the suit for them or whatever at a discount price and I pay her whatever it is for the suit so I'm trying I'm trying really hard Uh, you know if a girl needs money to go get to a show you know say you know, uh, for example, Wendy McCready, I, I talked to her, and, and she was a bit low on funds. Some people think I'm a bit crazy for this, but because um, <laughs> she's one of my competitors, I'm competing against her. Right, right. Uh, and she wasn't going to do the show. And I said, well, why are you not going to do the show? And she said, well, I need money for the airfare. I said, well, how much more money do you need? And she told me, and I said, okay, give me your bank account information, and I transferred the money into her account. Wow. So I made sure that she was able to compete. Yeah, that's a, that's a, not many uh, not many competitors I know would do that. That's for sure. No, but it, 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 you know what? The more girls up there, the better. Right, of course, it's better for every and for it, all it, of you all. And you know, we both know at the end of the day, you know, when I step up on stage, it's it's not me judging the show; it's the judges judging the show. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Um, if a girl brings a better package than me, then God bless. You know, so you know. <laughs> 
I just need to go back to the drawing board and work harder for the next time, you know? Uh, so it's, it's not even about that. It's just about me wanting to make sure these girls have a stage to get to and it's their passion so that, you know, so let's just give it to them. All right, you know? let's... Um- do, let's do, uh, Melly. Let's do a little bit of a breakdown of the show. I would normally do this with Christina Voynich, my uh, my co-host on the show, but uh, since I have a, uh, an expert, uh, more so than myself and Christina in uh, women's pro bodybuilding, um, let's take yourself out of the equation because obviously, you know, yeah. uh, we're gonna we're gonna pull you out. Imagine you're not doing the show at all. Um, are you for yeah. pretty? I, I imagine you're familiar with the list, right? Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty familiar with uh, most of the women that are on the list. Uh, some of the names are new names that I haven't seen before. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not sure if, if they've just been in hiding or if they're coming back or uh, the new pros, but uh, I know uh, well more than half of them. Yeah, I noticed they got a, a bunch of, um, you know, we got one from, uh, we got a Russian, uh, Slovakia, we've got Italy, uh, another from Russia, two from England. Uh, one from Denmark. I mean, we, and obviously yourself from Canada. So we've got a very, uh, we got a French girl too. I forgot about that. Um, so we, uh, there's a, this is a really international contest and pretty unbelievable. It is. It's, it's actually, it's pretty amazing. And I think, um, you know, what you're going to see is, is a lot of these girls are probably going to carry over to the campus show as well. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of them, what they find, you know, they come over from Europe and stuff. They usually just stay. And then, you know, try to get in as many shows as you can. Do you have a house full of uh, pro female bodybuilders for the Tampa Pro Show? I usually do. Last year, I think uh, <laughs> there was uh, uh, myself and Nearest and um, who the heck else was there? There was another one. So um, but it, it was a bit much. So this year, I basically said, you know what? You all got to find your own place at this time. <laughs> 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 when you have that many female bodybuilders in one house, you know, trying to trying to all get ready for the show, it's a little bit crazy. So, sure. Uh, but it, I mean, it's, it's fun. But you know, as, as well as I do, Tampa is like a bustling hub of a pro female bodybuilders. Unbelievable. Like I, I mean, I've had I don't know how many dinner parties where there's like you know, I have seven or eight pros there. You know, yeah, female bodybuilders. Pros. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's a great thing. Yeah, I came uh, I came over to your uh, New Year's Eve party, and I think you had a uh, at least there was a, I, we had um, women's physique pro also, but uh, you, I think you had yeah, four, four three or four there plus the women's physique pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, but, yeah. Go ahead. Yep. No. So I mean, actually, quite a few of them. You then have uh, Nancy Lewis is from Tampa. You have uh, Emily Miller from Tampa. Um, um, who's going to be there as well? Um, who else do we have on that list? You have to read it over from from Tampa. I mean, just in general. Just in general. Um, I'd say I'm going to read off some top names: Debbie Bramwell, Tazzy Colomb, uh, Monique Jones, Nancy Lewis, um, uh, Emery Miller, uh, Helly uh, Nielsen. Is that how you say it right? Helly Nielsen. Yeah, he, Helly Nielsen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yourself, but we're removing you. Those are uh, those yeah. are some of the some of the ones that I'm looking at. What do you yeah, uh, What do I you think? think? I think um, going into the show, your top competitors are going to be uh, you know you're looking at Lindy Jones who just came off of uh, uh, third place at, at Hartford there, so I'm expecting her to actually come in a lot drier and better for the uh, Chicago show. Um, Monique has crazy genetics. Uh, she's got that tiny tiny waist and those. Big big shoulders and stuff. So if she can if she can dial in Tiger, I think she's a she's a top contender for first. 
You know, Palumbo, um, Palumbo always says Nancy Lewis, if she stayed tighter in the offseason, that she would be. He tells me she's uh, well over, you know, in the 210, 215 pound range in the offseason. If she stayed a little leaner, then maybe she would be even tighter. It wouldn't take her so long to diet. Yeah, um, and I know Nancy is well. Actually, I'm I'm prepping Nancy for the show. Um, did I say Nancy? I'm talking about Monique Jones. I'm sorry, I wasn't talking about Nancy. Oh, Monique, oh yeah, Monique, yeah, okay, yeah. No, um, uh, Monique. Yeah, if she, if she were able to stay a little bit uh, uh, on the leaner side, she wouldn't have to work so hard. Because I know that she, I know Monique's got to work pretty hard. I know that her cardio gets up to almost three hours a day yeah. or something crazy yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, you know, which I can't imagine doing myself. I don't. I only do uh, an hour of cardio a day um, myself. I split it up. I do you know thirty minutes in the morning, thirty minutes at night, and that's all I do. Three hours. Um, three hours is an overwhelming amount. That's a crazy amount. Yeah. Yeah. So, but a lot of it's diet too. I mean, if you can stick to the diet or not. Sure. You know? How about um, Tazzy from I, New Orleans, from Metairie, Louisiana? Tazzy Colum, second Tazzy, place. You know what? I I honestly. Um, Tazzy, I would have had her um, in a higher placing at the Hartford show. I was kind of surprised. I like Tazzy's physique. Uh, she came in definitely conditioned. Yeah, very um, conditioned. The only thing with Tazzy is, again, you got to look at the blocky waist. Right. You know, um, she's got that blocky waist. Same with Ellie Nielsen. Ellie's got these amazing legs. Uh, you know, she's dialed in. But her upper body just doesn't match her lower body. Her shoulders, I find, in my opinion, were lacking. Um, and she was lacking depth to her back. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's not a lot of depth in there. You don't see a lot of muscle definition. So, um, but I still think Helen's going to be a top contender. You know, so I mean, you know, you're looking at your top contenders are going to be, uh, you know, Monique Jones. Um, it's going to be, uh, you know, Helen Nielsen because they're coming off these, these shows. I'm suspecting all the girls that actually just did Hartford are all going to come in a lot tighter at this show. Right. So the, the new girls coming in that haven't competed yet um, are going to have a little bit of a tougher time. So, um, and if Ann Frito shows up, she's not on the list, but I, I hear she's supposed to be on the list. And Michelle Cummings, they're both coming off of first and second place. The judges are probably going to be looking at them first and foremost out of everybody. So, right. Um, everybody's going to have to be fighting for those spots, you know. Yeah. So, uh, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's a good lineup there. I think it's going to be a tough show. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, which girls can hold the conditioning from last week to this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because a lot can happen in a week. And it'll be interesting to see what some of the girls bring up. I'm interested to see, you know, Nancy Lewis, she's coming in good. Again, she's one of those ones, she's got this crazy X factor. She's got this tiny, tiny waist, huge upper body and great legs. You know, um, but if, if Nancy can bring in her her lower extremities tighter um, than what we've seen in the past, um, she could do some serious damage. You know, and I wouldn't put it past somebody like Nancy coming in or another girl coming in and and being like a you know a, a Brigida or a, a Lisa who won the Toronto show and being like the the kind of the you know the hidden card, the hidden playing card comes out and just wins. Right. You know, so, uh, you know, it's anybody's game. And uh, let's put you back in it for a minute. What would you uh, consider a victory here? What is the, like, when you walk away and you eat your brownies with the with the, the candy bars and the fudge, what placing to you would be considered a victory? 
Well, of course I want first. Everybody wants first. Place. Of course. But I mean, you know what? I would be, um, uh, be shy of myself. If I can make it into the top five, I'll be very, very happy. Cool. Uh, you know, with, with, if I can break that top five, that would be a great thing. I, last year I had some difficulties. Um, at the Tampa Pro Show, I blew out my, uh, my bicep. Yeah. Um, so that, that set me back. But I mean, I still I was able to place 11th out of 30 girls. So I mean, it's not, I mean, they could have put me dead last because of my bicep. Um, but they didn't. So I'm just, uh, I'm hoping if I could break that top five, that would be, it'll be a blessing. So. Well, I will be there rooting for you. And, uh, I am, uh, thank you very much for coming on the show, Melody. I appreciate it. And, uh, good luck with your business. And, uh, with uh, doing very well and breaking the top five at least, hopefully winning the show, but breaking the top five at the very least. Great, that'd be awesome. Thank you so much, Aaron, and uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah, see you soon, Melanie.